Can you hear the music? Oh, oh yeah. Fucking love this shit. This, this gets me down. Pretty good song you made for you. Uh, I think it was episode 14. Yes, uh, we got it made. Yeah, way back on episode 14. Uh, what's his name there? Oh, Joey just said this. I should have said what's his name. That's horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to another episode of On the Throne with Dick. And shout out to Sejin Boychuk for that amazing intro outro song. You know, find him everywhere on the socials. Uh, mainly on YouTube, I find. He's, he's pumping out the content. Um, and so, yeah, today, today's guest, you know, is uh, someone we've been, you know, it, it's been a lot of back and forth, a lot of that cat and mouse game, you know, we talk about a lot of the, the podcasting, you know, and a lot of that has to do with, with me, you know, I've messed up a couple times and you've been fairly busy and whatnot, but hey, we finally got Courtney Vale on. Yes, finally. I'm so excited to finally be on it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. TikTok, former, t- not, I can't say former TikTok superstar. You, you like t- former uh, oil field medic TikTok superstar. There you go. Yeah, there, there we go. That works. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now slaving away on a truck in, in the city. Yeah, in, in a few cities, honestly. Nice, so, doing some nice. traveling for work. So. Still, still giving her. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, no. you, yeah. Every time I talk to you, you know, you're like, uh, hey, honestly, I'll have this day free between this time and this time, and then you know, and then, and then you know, even if it's not one of those days, like today, today wasn't one of those days that you gave me, a, a, um, uh, you know, a, a numbered day or whatever. The what day you'd be free, and I was like, I wonder, and I just sent the message like, hey, I'm actually free. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh my god, I actually have nothing to do tonight. <laughs> like, this will work yeah. out. Hell yeah, slide a little dick into your into your night. There you go. Exactly right. But yeah, no, it's yeah. been crazy now that I've come back to the city. I have this weird thing when I live on cities that like one job just doesn't seem to be enough. Like, if I have free time, I'm like, mm, I could be working. So now I'm back to three jobs, um, and now I've added school on top of that. So yeah, we're having we're having fun. We're having fun. Three three jobs. So what? You're you're a medic on an ambulance. You work on an ambo. Yeah. So working on the ambulance now. Um, I've started teaching swimming lessons again. Good for you. Yeah, that was something I used to do when I lived back in Calgary. Um, and now I've taken on a job um, working with people with disabilities and stuff as well. So it's kind of a lot like AHS, like for the medical aspect, but it's good to like work with that population and kind of get to know it a bit more. Hell yeah. And you have plenty of experience working with people with disabilities. You've worked in the oil patch. <laughs> there oh you go. Full circle. Look at you go. Like, right? you're just like, you know what? The jokes are I the same. Works out. Yeah, I, le- I, I learned a lot, you know, I, I, I was a medic, now I'm a paramedic, right, on, on a truck, and now I work with people with, with disabilities, I got that experience too, like that, no, that's perfect. 
Yeah, so it's been it's been really fun. It's been definitely a learning experience for things, but yeah. Hell I've yeah. never made it of it. So you and you don't you don't really have time for the TikTok or socials anymore. No, um me and my boyfriend are kinda trying to um think of like some content ideas now that we have like an acreage. We're kind of making like a little bit of a hobby farm. Nice. So we're thinking about kind of maybe going that route on TikTok. You already have you already have a following, right? So like I think they would just kind of move over there with it. You know, there's and there's already like a niche established there, homesteading, I think it's called, right? Yeah, exactly. And then like yeah. I mean we have an acreage, so we go shooting on it, we'll, we'll do all sorts of stuff on it. So I feel like it'll also kind of like stay with like northern niche that i had going on so yeah hopefully it works. <laughs> what's 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 the what's your boyfriend do uh he's a welder ah okay okay nice so he can do you get are you getting him a grinder for christmas are we are we there or what uh he got a grinder last year actually nice okay okay so what are we thinking of getting him for christmas this year um Probably some massage stuff, and now we have a tractor. So, Beauty. pretty much anything the tractor wants, I guess. He'll, he'll nice. be happy with that. <laughs> so now you're living on an acreage. Do you do you have like um, like 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 multiple dogs? I, I find that that's like something that people that live on acre acreages have. They can't just have one dog. It's got to be like ten. Yeah, well, for me, this is my first time owning a dog. So we started out with one in the summer. And then we kind of wanted to wait um, at least till she was a year old to get another one just so they're not like super attached. Um, So we are getting another one in the summer here soon. And it can't just stop there. You live on an acreage. Why not? Hey, it's like it's like having kids, right? And And that's where I thought you were going with that when you said we we're actually starting on thinking uh like planning and i'm like oh, oh no you're saying babies no <laughs> babies are coming and then you said a hobby farm and i'm like well same thing really <laughs> you know pretty much pretty much i i baby our chickens so <laughs> nice. nice my kids don't uh lay eggs for us to have in the morning so like you're, you're one up there already so that's right cool. you know at least they're working they're doing something <laughs> you're you're a cock farmer huh Exactly. Yeah. How did that go? It was like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a chicken farmer. Last year I raised 600 cocks. So it's something like that. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, let me know if I've ever gone too far. Uh, <laughs> <pretty> amazing. <laughs> oh, I think nobody went too far in two years. I feel like one podcast isn't going to put it over the edge. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. So and honestly, I still hear quite quite a lot of um awesome language even in the city here. So yeah, city oh. folk are like that, are they? Oh yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. it kind of kind of like makes me wonder that maybe maybe I can make it work. You know, I, maybe. But yeah, it's it's pretty surprising actually. Like. I feel like some of the language barrier has really gone out the window in these last few years. Whew. It's been, wow, 12 years have been in the patch. 
so shit. You know, it's been 12 years since I worked in, in like a normal people setting, you know, where, you know, the fuck isn't being dropped every like third word. And, you know, they're, they're not making fun of each other's moms or whatnot. And, and if you do, okay. The last time I worked in town, I worked with this old man and there was this young kid that was sitting there. And I remember, I remember this plain as day, right? And he's like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I, and I was kind of looking off in the direction of the old man. I'm like, your fucking mother, right? And this guy, like, he was old. And so uh, he, he's like, he just kind of walked away. And the other guy and I, we continued laughing. And then all of a sudden, like, my foreman comes up to me. He's like, hey, I need to talk to you for a minute. I'm like, okay. He takes me out, out in wherever it was, and that old man said, he's like, did you say something about his mom? Because his mom passed a couple of years ago. It's a sore subject. No. Like, no, I didn't say shit about his mom. What are you talking about? I'm trying to figure, he's like, yeah, you did. You said you were doing my mom, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, I was talking about that dude's mom, dude. Like, not yours, you know? Like, fuck, I would never make fun of something. Like, especially, I was maybe 20 at the time uh and i'm like you know i never make fun of someone's mom that i kind of figures already dead right and uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that comment didn't go over well either no it didn't i i think that guy's probably dead now he was in his 60s and this was like this was a while ago <laughs> it's like over 12 years ago closer to 15 who knows maybe he's still trucking through out there maybe he's it got to be against you now Oh shit! Maybe he's got the voodoo doll. That's why my back and my legs hurt, and my knees pop. And yeah, you never know. Figured it yeah. out. <laughs> so you're not on TikTok that much. You don't post anyways. You don't post that much anyways, or at all. Uh, do you watch still? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm still, I'm still on TikTok a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, hell yeah. Um, like you're probably got, you probably got like mountains of ideas saved up like you see sounds and stuff here it's like oh my god save 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 i'm coming back for that oh yeah and like i have like lots in my drafts too that like i've recorded and i'm just like i need to record that in a different outfit we're in a different place you need to do the the jack harlow song about um i'm vanilla baby but I'll choke you, baby. Oh. I ate a killer baby. Something like that. And you do that in like a, yeah. a paramedic's yeah. outfit. Crazy. Like in the back of an ambulance. Can you make videos in the back of an ambulance? Um, see, like some people do, but it's like frowned upon. And so especially being like my first year, I'm kind of like, I'm gonna stay away from that. So, like, if I do make something associated with the ambulance now, I'll usually just, like, put a green screen, like, background in it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, whatever helps, you know, like, sort of, I, I reposted a video yesterday, I think it was. Maybe even this morning. I, I think it was yesterday, though. It was that, uh, hey, Fox Creek, uh, are you looking for, is your poop in a groups, your turds in a herd, your coil in a soil? If you answered yes to that, call TCR uh, back today for all your septic needs. Remember that video? I don't know if you saw that video. Or not, but, well, I haven't seen um, it yet, but I'll go check that out. Yeah, it was one of my first viral videos, like when I first started, but I reposted it. And um, just looking back, you know, the mustache was a lot shorter and stuff like that. And 
I, that was the first time I was ever able to use the truck or the logo, the company logo in the video. Right. I had to make that video, send it to my boss, ask if I could use it. He's like, let me get back to you. A week and a bit later, he gets back to me. He's like, knock yourself out. I'm like, hell yeah. And that was, that was sort of where, you know, I really got permission for my videos to, to take on the role of like, now I can use the trucks. Now I've got an element of real life in the background. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know, when I started making videos, I just like, I was like, I'm not gonna put the company name in there. And like, I definitely wasn't expecting um, my TikTok at all to go anywhere. Uh, first I had it mostly just cause my friends were making videos. And then after they made a few, I was like, this looks fun. I'm gonna try it out. And then now I just have a TikTok. And I'm just like, I don't really know what happened. How, how old are you? Uh, 25 now. Oh, 25. Okay. So that I thought you could have been a little older, but I also thought you might have been like way younger, right? Like when, well, it's been three years now, right? Since all of us started, we all got on there around the same time. I started seeing your stuff about two, three years ago. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so like, I consider you, and I've tagged you in a video about this. I consider you one of like, not, I wouldn't call it a founding father, but like, kind of like, you know, when, when I got on, when you got on, there was like nobody doing oil field content, right? Yeah. Like nobody was really, especially in Alberta, nobody was really doing Alberta oil field content or oil field content in general. And I've, I've made this video a couple once now where I, I tagged it and I'm like, Hey, you know what, what we've done here is we, we've sort of created something beautiful here. Right. And anybody that's kind of started drama in that niche a little bit you know where like other creators have attacked each other or whatnot like you're you got to really pull that line right it's kind of like hey you know we're already looked at they're already looking at us like we're we don't belong they're already look treating us like you know whoa you know like outcasts like we got to really toe the line we when we make our content we got to be like bang on with it and we can't be having beefs with each other right and and I know you kind of felt the same way in that too. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was tough to see. Like, especially cause like, you're right. We, we didn't really have any oil field content. And like, even when I started my page, I wasn't really thinking about, oh, I'm gonna go into like the oil field niche or anything. It was just kind of like when I started to see it happen, I was like, okay, like, let's take this instead of like the negative direction that I've always heard about, like, let's try and spin this in a more fun direction. And like, yeah. let's show that the oil patch isn't just like a dirty batch of assholes anymore that it used to be. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's been, it's been good for that. And, and obviously it works because you know, Enzyme and Horizon, um, PD, um, bunch of like medic companies like i think um octane octane is definitely on there there's there's a few there's a few oil field service companies on there outside of like the oil and gas companies that are they're on tiktok now right they saw on your page my page a bunch of other people's pages like hey are you guys hiring i want in right so they're like yeah. shit you know obviously our recruiting isn't doing it these guys are here. They're their boots on the ground. They're they're giving an inside look into what's happening here. Like 
let's let's utilize this right yeah exactly i mean like especially with the way the world's going like nothing is going to go back to not being on technology at this point like it's just going to get more advanced into technology the further we go down so like might as well at this point start using it to our advantages and like i still have people that message me asking me how to get into like oil field medic and everything like that and like now that i've gone further i can also answer questions about how to get further and so like it doesn't it doesn't stop and i don't think it ever will with social media so it was i was so excited to start seeing companies coming on there like, that's, that's and that's awesome. what I do. We also have to watch our back too, right? Now, because all these guys, they're they've been watching. They've been they've obviously been watching, right? Everyone has been watching. And when the company started coming on, I'm like, shit, they've really been watching us, right? Like they they see us having a good time and we're getting our work done. We're being safe. We're not showing anything unsafe. We're not really showing logos for the most part. But they've been watching and they're like, okay, this is our opportunity. So I, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty amazing. And uh my boss called me today, actually. It was this morning. I'm on days off now, and he called me today. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just relaxing with the family. He's like, hey, I'm tired of seeing the competition on Facebook, and we don't have one. He's like, can you help us make a Facebook page? I'm like, I got you. Right? I've been saying this for, like, I've been there for five years. I've been saying it for at least four. You're behind on the social media aspect of it. Um rest in peace to our to our old owner he just died this past spring he didn't believe in it he was 80 something years old and he didn't believe in the social media thing he wanted to stay off of it and now it's kind of like you know everyone else is on it you know it's time it's time to join that right and and people are looking for you when they're like oh i wonder if these guys have this right and they don't you're like what the hell's wrong with you why why are you not on the socials every company is there well exactly i mean like there's you can go to school for, you know, business, accounting, all that stuff. And it makes sense how to get into those careers. Yeah. I've never once in my life heard how to get onto a rig floor. Like, I've never once heard about it. And, like, even when I went to do the patch medic, I had to search and search and search and kind of read between the lines on how to really get into the career itself. Because, again... There's nothing out there. So, again, it's so nice to finally, like, have answers to those questions that, like, I was never able to answer for people. Yeah. No, exactly. That you, you hit the nail on the head, right? How do I get in besides looking online on, on the job boards? Where do I start? You got to know someone? I don't know anybody. What the hell? Right? Right? And now, and now? The answer staring in the face. Download TikTok. Go on Facebook. You know, you know who Lane Borley is, right? Yeah. See him everywhere. That guy is like the spokesperson for PD. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like the more you hear about them, the more you just are interested in learning about it anyway. Like, I went down rabbit holes of jobs and I'm just like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, once I learn a bit more about it. Absolutely. I'm thinking about making a transition here and I learned how to go about that transition from a former guest on here. Right. So oh, um, I made the phone call. I've, I've, I've submitted the resume. Um, might be happening January to, between January and February. So 
um, I think it's an exciting, exciting opportunity. And, and I, I can't talk about it yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. <laughs> if, if you go back a couple episodes, you know exactly what it is and who it is and whatnot. Like it's, it's there. Right. And, and my interest was peaked, you know, and I was all about that life. And right after that was done, I think a couple days after I made that phone call, I was like, Hey, get me in. Let's do this. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think that's great that we're kind of doing that too. And like moving ourselves up. Cause again, it shows another aspect in the oil field that you're not stuck there. You can move around, you can do different things, even if that's just for you changing a job position or what you're doing in the field. Like that's awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So how did you get started as a medic? taking us back to, to, to that that side of things. How did you get started as, as an oil field medic? And was your goal always to go like, you know, get some experience over here on the rig and or on a frack or whatever, and, and then eventually move onto a truck and, and be home every night? Um, well, originally, I never actually really planned to go into the medic um, aspect. I, right out of high school, I went into kinesiology, so I was more like a sports medicine stuff. Um, and there was just, with the way the world was going, I was like, everything's going to be online, like, I'm not really going to have a steady income, just like, as a personal trainer or something. And I really liked what my friend was doing in nursing, but absolutely did not want to be in a hospital. And then, I don't know, I was just like... at that time. Yeah, especially at that time. And so I was like, hmm, paramedics kind of like the middle. And then after I graduated college, I went home in that September. I took my EMR course, got the last test right before COVID went through. Um, and it was, I think it was about a month till we got our results back or something around there. So a few of my friends that I took the EMR class with, they lived up in Grand Prairie already. So pretty much right after the test, they had a job lined up. So I kind of worked through them and looking online and everything to like get all my H2S courses done, um, find out from them what courses I needed. And then I just went on Indeed and started just flying out resumes company was like hey can you start in like three days and I was like sounds good yeah so yeah, yeah. yes you were in that. Calgary right what's that and you were in Calgary at the time yeah I lived in Calgary at the time and you had to go to GP um originally I just went down to Edson that's where I was first that's kind of yeah it was nice, and that time I was traveling back to Calgary on my days off, so I was like, yeah, four-hour drive isn't too bad. And then probably about a year and a bit in, um, I met my boyfriend, and then I just started driving up to GP. Hell yeah. Uh, where did, did they have you in camp or hotel in Edson? Um, they typically had, we had a staff house in Edson. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 I forgot medics, medics have a lot of staff houses. They're kind of like safe houses stashed everywhere. You know, like, you know, like, Hey, 
we're, we're going to store our drugs in this house, you know? And then like, <laughs> instead of drugs, it's medics. Right. And, and if you want to really talk about it, it is drugs too. You got, you got your, you got your morphine and shit stored in there with you guys, you know? Yeah. We, we do have some drugs in there. <laughs> Not always Hell yeah. morphine, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That could have too. Oh, we gotta be careful. Totally... Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's funny. So, did you only work for one medic company while you were there or did you like kind of bounce around a couple times um honestly for the most part i only worked with one company um they were really good for work with me uh, anytime i said i wanted work they were like yeah okay sounds good you got it and i proved myself with them really quickly so i was usually always like the first text when a job came up um and then when i after I met uh, my boyfriend and we were kind of living together for a little bit, I was like, okay, like, I think I want to start like being home every night instead of being in the field every night. So I tried to work for a company at GP and got totally screwed over. So went back to my company <laughs> until I got uh, my job with AHS. Nice. Nice. So, like our, the, the first one you started with, the one you like you ended with there, like you really liked working there. Uh, are you allowed to say which one it was? Um, yeah. I feel like a lot of people have figured it out. Um, so yeah, we were based out of Ed's and I worked with uh, Rocky Mountain Mobile. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've like, seen Rocky Mountain quite a, quite, a, quite a few places. Did you, yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was maybe me one time <laughs> or so. Maybe. Yeah, actually, nice. we were on a frack together once. I remember. Oof, where? Uh, Fox. Fuck. Oh, man. That was probably, like, was that before TikTok? Like, before TikTok was a thing? No, I think it was, it was probably around the time that we were, like, just starting to really gain traction. Like, the both of us. Yeah, because I think you commented on one of my videos a little bit after, and I said something about, like, seeing you. And it was kind of one of those things, I think we both, like, we recognized each other, but we didn't know where from. So we just kind yeah. of, like, went on with our day. Because you yeah, did say yeah. something about seeing me on, my, like, my next video. Man, I can't remember that far back anymore. So much has happened in the last few years just with social media alone. Like I can tell you, like I what kind of video I made and what the sound was and how it did, but I can't tell you anything else outside of that. That's completely fair. Yeah, I think now that yeah. like I haven't been posting as much, I can like remember a little bit more about things. Like things are starting to yeah. come back, but it is a ride, right? Like you get in that daze, right? And like this year, I've actually taken a bit of a step back from social media. I've posted a lot less, and which is weird because I've grown a lot. It's just less videos with more traction on them. Yeah. And yeah, it's so weird. And then like, um, I've been focusing on the podcast a lot more too, right? So, um, and then when I'm not doing this um you know i discovered that there are movies to watch again i've watched movies i've taken in a couple hockey games going to one on friday actually um taking my kids i got i won three tickets from work and um they only came with three tickets so it looks like it's a daddy daughter date then my nice. wife is like 
yes <laughs> take them and go yeah that's fair i'm sure your wife will like a night by herself anyway <laughs> oh hell yeah she will definitely she'll probably like she said she'd probably like mop the floor while the kids are away and like put on a movie or something and maybe go to sleep so man that's some dirty talk right there <laughs> oh yeah i'll get her some cucumbers and run her a hot bath and like i'm for sure getting oh, some that absolutely oh. <laughs> yes nailed it number three is on the way well there you go that's one way to do it <laughs> that's one way to do it but um so when you were like uh you worked on fracks or were you like was it just strictly frac fracks or were you on rigs and shit too oh no i was uh i was on a bit of everything yeah i didn't do many fracks honestly i think i maybe did like three or four in the two years that i worked there um i was i mostly worked on rigs and stuff nice what was uh I guess not, I, not the most, the craziest thing you've seen and like the, the, I guess the craziest call you had to, you had to deal with, um, you know, while on the rig. Um, out there, honestly, I only had like one serious call and that was, was somebody fell from, um, a height. They fell into like the cellar, but by the time I got there, they had already moved them. I just like dropped my bag. I just like screamed. I was like, don't move your head. I was like, oh God. <laughs> I've watched enough 911 to know or enough Grey's Anatomy to know that he could have a spinal fracture. Oh yeah, exactly. And like, oh, it was, it was the best time because I'd been on this rig for so long. I knew these boys for so long. Like I, I was at the point where people would just like request me specifically to come back. So this rig, anytime they were on and working, I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm yours. Like, don't worry when you guys are off, I'll go somewhere else. But like, yeah, you yeah. Guys what are rig was it? <laughs> What's that? What rig was it? Um, it was one of the iron hand rigs, but it was oh, just yeah, like, yeah the consultants and like geologists and stuff where they went i was like i'm coming with you guys <laughs> so uh, like, yeah. my actual nice. floor crew changed but i was like that consultant and yeah our directional driller too me and him were like besties we still are we talk all the time <laughs> That's awesome. No, I, I actually have also applied for an MWD uh, hand position. Nice. So I'm, uh, I asked, I asked what he does. I'm like, Hey man, cause, cause he's like, man, you want to change or what? And I'm like, hell yes. Yeah. So it depends on which one comes first. Cause I'm, I'm fixing to get the hell off the back truck. Right. So, um, I, I asked him what he does. He's like, Oh, masturbate while waiting to drill, masturbate while drilling. I'm like, fuck yeah. Is it hard? And, uh, he's like, depends on how much sleep I want. Oh man, get me on! I'm in, right? It's like make all the TikToks, right? And and he's like, ah, it's not that, not quite that simple, but you know, and like, so yeah, we're, we've become good buddies, and we've been talking a lot about you know getting me, getting me on there as well. So you know, it all it it, it depends, you know, it all depends where which one comes first. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, so I would just kind of 
follow them. But yeah, it was it was really good. And because I was so used to them, I was never like really ready. Like so at that time I had like pimple cream all over my face. But it was great actually. Nobody nobody said anything. And like I could really tell that they trusted me after that point. Because, like, they just, like, started, like, coming in and asking me so many questions. And they're like, oh, well, like, can you do this? And, like, well, what happens if I, like, get this cut? Or how do I clean this kind of cut? And I'm just like, wow, you guys finally trust me now, hey? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. I love that. They're like, yeah, you use some pretty big words out there. So I feel like we're not worthy (laughs) enough. I'm like, fair. That's awesome. Um, so when you when you went into it, did you go into it with the plan of of coming out on the other end to work for AHS? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like that was my end goal. I didn't think it was going to happen as soon as it did. Um, and I was definitely I was more planning on being in the patch for like three or four years, just kind of really save up the money mostly. Um, but then I met a boy. So, life change. <laughs> Fucking men. Just ruin, ruin everything. Ruiner of good things. You know, he right. had something, Courtney, and he took it away. I know, right? And I just have, like, this acreage and this dog and these cats. And hey, blink so twice if you need help. What's that? Blink twice if you need help. Oh, okay. <laughs> just stay open for the rest of this. <laughs> oh, yes. no, that's good. What when's the wedding? I don't know. Still waiting on the ring, so Okay, so when that happens, let me know because I'm getting ordained here, right? And I will I'll marry you guys. Don't yeah. like don't look for another pastor or uh reverend or whatever the hell you want to call them. Get married. I'll, I I want to do it. Perfect. Sounds good. Well, it's gonna be here. We have planned that far. <laughs> Oh, you, talk, you guys are talking wedding shit. Yeah, we have talked about it. Yeah, we just had. Oh a- my god! So you, so you, so where you live? Okay, so he's taking you. He's taking you into GP for sure, <laughs> and he's gonna take yeah. If he takes you out for a nice dinner, let's say to Tractor Jacks. If you're going to end up going to Tractor Jacks, you know you're getting you're 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 getting a ring. That's the place, eh? It's coming. It's coming. Like, you're yeah. getting, he's going to order, like, the best pizza that Alberta has to offer. And then you just know. You just know. You're like, okay. And if it doesn't happen after that, you got to leave. Honestly, I feel like anything with a tractor in it, it's definitely, definitely what he's thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Hell, yeah. Sometimes I think so, he likes that tractor more than he likes me anyway, so. <laughs> Maybe the tractor is the one getting the ring, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so all that time spent on the rig did you learn what viscosity was no like what velocity the, is well, well what's velocity let's hear what velocity is first it's like how fast something is are you going go- are you good are you good <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's velocity are- the speed of an object that sounds right Yes, yeah, velocity would be the speed of another big. Yeah, viscosity would be the thickness of fluid, right? Like the mud and stuff like that. And, you know, the thickness of a load, 
right? Like thick, thick clothes. Anyway, so what I'm going with is the podcast is sponsored by the Mudman, www.mudmanmarket.com for all your drilling fluids and laboratory testing equipment needs. And he deals in the thickness of loads. So you're shooting that thick load down that hole, right? You got to know how, if, yeah, you got to know if you got to thin it up a little bit or you got to take the pump to it and, 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 and make it thicker and shit like that, you know? You have know. Sometimes you gotta make things thicker. Like sometimes you gotta make it. So I never really understood that. Okay, when the wife is like faster, I understand faster, harder, understand harder, can go harder, deeper. What the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> you don't think I'm already going as deep as I can? Like. <laughs> Don't say deeper. Like, I'm just like you have to really like press up against it. Yeah, like like is I don't know. I don't know how am I supposed to go deeper. Like that's just I I don't. You know. scream I, I, after you try to do it. Like in a good way. That's never. That's never been a problem. Well, then you're at least doing it right. <laughs> that, that's perfect. That's you might perfect. not know what you're doing. Or at least you're doing it. Hell yeah. So <laughs> you're enjoying AHS then. Oh yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Like now That's I'm good. Now I'm almost a year in. So it's it's been kind of crazy and like the learning is pretty insane. Like Do you get to drive the rig? I do, yes. Do you it's get like, to flick the lights on and can you go through like red lights and stuff? Yes, yes. Uh, I've gone you do that, don't you? Oh, yeah. So, like, like even when it's not a non-emergency, right? You're just like, oh, this traffic sucks. Lights go on and away you go. No, I don't do that. That's a bit of a bad one. (laughs) It's a little bit harder with an ambulance to do that. We're not as small as a police car, you know? You can't just pretend we're normal traffic. I guess. But it's been it's been really weird a couple times, um, especially like going across lanes. I'm like, oh, I can't go across the lane because you can't go across the lane. And then my partner's like, you know, you're in an ambulance, right? And I'm like, ah, we are. That's right. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, we're in an ambulance. We can do whatever we want. Right? I'm just like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Or like things for emergency vehicles. I'm just like, oh, that's for emergency vehicles. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's us. That's us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> what's the what's the hardest call you've had to be on uh, in in like such a short period of time? You know, like you, you haven't been there that like you're a year into it now. Like I, I wouldn't expect there to be too much bad shit, but I mean, like you know. Um, could could be. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I haven't, like, really had a call that's, like, I've thought about for a long time or anything. But I think, like, the first deceased I saw was, was probably, like, a little tough. But I also called my mom to tell her about it. 
and she kind of started freaking out about it. And then I was like, am I supposed to like freak out about this too? So honestly, I think I was just more confused on if I was supposed to be freaking out about it. Yeah. But... Yeah. No, that. See, I watch a lot of shows that were like like nine one one and like Grey's Anatomy, Boston Medical, Boston MD. I think it might be called. Uh, you know, it's just all these uh, all these shows. You know, and it's like. You know, they don't carry the job with them, right? They they take it to the door and then they leave. They're just like, hey, our job's done, right? Now we move on to the next one. We save what we can and, you know, we try to help what we can, but that we can't be too attached to what's happening in front of us after it leaves our hands. Well, yeah, exactly. And, like, I've, I've, never, I've never been, like, a super emotional person. Like, in the moment, I like to deal with my own emotions alone by myself like I don't like really other people being around so especially um with like tougher things I'll usually give myself 15 so 15 minutes whether I need the whole 15 minutes right then and there to like cry it out scream it out do whatever I need to do sometimes I'll take it in like three five minute increments but like I give myself that time and after that 15 minutes it's okay You've dealt with it. You've got it out of your system. Let's move forward. And so that's, I think that's something that's also really helped me in the job and why things aren't really sticking to me, especially being only the first year in. But it's, good. it's really good. Yeah. Like I've told that's some people huge. that. Yeah, I should try that. Wow. So, no, that, that's really good. That's really good. Uh, you know, you, you found your own coping mechanisms, right? And that's that's huge. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm also back in therapy, so that's great. Nothing wrong with a little bit of therapy, right? Not at all. And honestly, I love my therapist, so it's just like going to hang out. What's your therapist's name? Do we give a shout out to your therapist on the podcast or what? Uh, Her name is Damika. Damika, all right. She works in Grand Prairie. I can't remember what place she works for. Either way, Damika and GP. But yeah, heart and soul. You know, I was so against like therapy and stuff like that when I was your age. You know, I was so against it. And then the older I got, the more the shit eating away at my brain got to me. You know, the more it was like, hey, I I need that. But also like we could all use it, even if you don't think you need it. We can all benefit from that at some point, you know. We we can all just like get shit off our chest at some some somehow, some way. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, like I I started therapy in like grade seven. I tried it out because I mean, do you have some diagnosed mental health disorders? I know, crazy, right? Um <laughs> but so I tried it out then and I just I decided right then and there that I hated therapy. I hated that first therapist and I never went back. Never like rethought about it. And then now I think it's just because like, I don't want to get to the point, like, especially with having my boyfriend, like I cannot lose him. Like I love that man more than anything in the world. And so for me, I was just like, I never want to get to the point with this now stressful job where it puts 
something between me and him or it makes our life harder. So I was like, I'm just going to start going back to therapy now. And that way, I don't have to worry about it. Hell yeah. Do you do you share uh, your 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 time on the ammo do you share like the hard days and all that shit with him too or uh yeah mostly hell yeah it's good to have someone to listen to at the end of the day waiting for you at home you know like yeah exactly and like it's also good like with the partners we have on car and like i've gotten to know them a lot more so it's a lot easier to like talk to our partner about like some of the stuff we don't want to take home, like some of the really bad stuff or things like that. And then just kind of like come home. Sometimes it's just a general consensus. Sometimes we go into detail about like everything that happened. And yeah, it's honestly also just nice to have somebody who's like wasn't there and doesn't have like the knowledge that you do. I get that. Yeah, I understand that for sure. You know, like I like I like talking to my wife about you know being in a rake tank at three a.m. when it's minus forty. You know, and 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 all the shit I had to do that day. She doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about, you know. But I'm getting I'm getting the frustrations I'm having off my chest with someone that's that wasn't there. You know, that that has no skin in that game. You know, exactly. I get like, that. That's, that's so important. Sick. Right. And like, because they're so important to you, it's like, even if they're like, oh man, like, I'm really sorry you had a rough day. It's like, thank you. I needed that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Hey, that's sick. I love that. Do you, so, like, other, are you, is the ambulance, um, the ambulance center or the station is that with the firefighters like do you hang out with the firefighters or do you go out with them um not so much um around here like in calgary a lot of time or like ems will go sit at the fire station but i find more of like the northern places we have kind of our separate stations like we still work together really well as a team and like a lot of calls we are together um but yeah we work at separate stations typically hell yeah oh see once again taking it back to like 911 i don't know if you've seen 911 yeah i have <laughs> captain nash um i'm watching I, I finished all six seasons of that now and i'm i'm on uh uh 911 lone star captain strickland rob Lowe. good looking dude right you know yeah. heck yeah so like I'm on I'm on that one right now and you know they the, the firefighters and the ambos are in the same station and yeah they go out on the calls and yeah, yeah. and like some some places in the north here as well um fire and paramedics are the same people so yeah damn that'd be that'd be pretty intense right? you know that the... but yeah and like it it used to be. Um, when you joined fire, you had to have like a medical background. I don't know if that's changed. I've heard it has. I've also heard it hasn't. So I think it kind of more depends where you're planning on working for that consensus. But yeah, so it's really nice. So even like when we're on scene, instead of just having one partner, now all of a sudden fire shows up and we have six trained partners. It's like, 
Yes. Nice. So when you're on call 24 hours, right? You do 24 hour shifts. Yeah. 24, 48, 72. 72. Okay. So, and you got beds, you got like bunks at the fire or the, 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 the station. station. Yeah. yeah. You got bunks. So like you get co-ed, is it co-ed dorms or like, you know, the girls sleep over here, the boys sleep over here. You guys all just like kind of in one. Yeah. There's just rooms and whoever gets there first gets a room. Oh, oh, oh. Like you have separate rooms. Yeah. That's yeah, it's six. Oh, this is nothing like TV. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so like, is it ever like Ambo's gone wild or what? Like, is, you know, like, is there, you're shaking your head already. There, there, there has been days where like I've walked into the station and like, there's no ambulances and I'm like, Oh God, this is going to be a night. Oh, no, no. I was saying, like, I was saying, like, you know, Ambo's gone wild, like, medics gone wild, you know, like, like, you've got two co-workers who are, you know, they each got their own room, but only they're staying in one of them, not, not, not both of them are filled, you know? Um, I mean, I haven't personally experienced yeah. it. No, of course I not you. heard you know. stories, but I have not personally experienced it myself. Hey, just over here checking her temperature. And, you know, like, I think I need to stick by her for a few minutes or a couple hours just to make sure she's okay, you know? I got to give her, got to hook her up to IVs, keep her hydrated, you know? Exactly, you know. That's probably exactly how it goes down. <laughs> and, uh, hey, sorry, that one's too far. You know, I've just, I've watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy, okay? Like, <laughs> that, that's fair. That is fair. They, they really do. They really be fucking everywhere in graves. Oh, like every room in that hospital, almost every one of those interns and doctors. Really? Like you got McSteamy and Meredith. You had McDreamy. Mc, not, no, no, I don't think McSteamy and Meredith. It was Mc, uh, McSteamy and Addison. And it was McDreamy huh. and Addison, McDreamy and uh, Meredith. It was McSteamy and literally everyone else. And that's. I think us medics just have more hobbies than those doctors and interns do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys get up to when you're not like on like on a call and you're like you're you're on shift, right? Yeah, yeah. Is there a lot of scrubbing the ambulance? You gotta polish that thing up, you restock, you play like ping pong, you like play video um, games. Honestly, yeah, kind of all of the above. Like Usually right after the call, we'll clean, we'll restock. And sometimes that takes a while, sometimes it doesn't. Um, and then from there, yeah, we, we put on a lot of movies. Um, we go for naps a lot. Uh, we'll go over to the gym, work out. Um, grand cash, especially sometimes we'll go on like a little like, hike that's fairly close to the station or go down by the river like we uh we have an eight minute jump time when we're on like our 24-hour shifts so after a certain amount um of it's called core flex time then we have an eight minute jump time so as long as we're ready in the ambulance and out the door within eight minutes we're good and then if we're on our core hours, we have 60 seconds to do it. You got 60 seconds from the time the alarm sounds to get out that door? Yeah. 
And yeah, with the cameras yeah. watching you and stuff like that, like, hey, you were out in like 63 seconds. We got to cut that down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We will get emails. <laughs> What's the longest it's ever taken you to like get out that door? Um, I think I got an email once for being like five seconds over. Well, yeah. people's lives are in, 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 in at stake, right? So I, I get that. Every, yeah. every second counts, right? Like that's, but damn, that's you got you got sixty seconds from the time that goes. You got you got a pole, or you upstairs, and you got oh, I gotta slide down. I know that's a fireman thing technically, but well, like our stations are just boring. We just have to walk out. <laughs> you run though, right? When, when you, when yeah, you we, we typically yeah. run. So if you got food or a drink in your hand or like, let's say you're in the bathroom, right? You just like, uh, pinch it off. Do you drop the coffee? Do you come back and like, there's been food that's just been dropped places and, and, and yeah. you got to clean it up now? Oh yeah. I've like finished cooking meals and then the tones drop and it's like, oh my God, okay. You just like quickly shut everything off, move the pan over and you're out of there. Wow. Oh, that's 60 seconds, man. That's crazy. I don't think I could do that. You know, like, I'm I, I, I've tried to, like, you know, I've timed myself before. Oh, so there's an emergency going on upstairs with the kids. I'm taking the poop downstairs, and it's like, okay, no, I'm, I can't pinch this one off. This is going to make a big mess, right? Like, if, if I if I do that, this is going to be a big mess. That's got to wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There's been there's been some tough days. There has been some <laughs> days throughout the year. <laughs> you gotta wear depends on the truck. Well, yeah, and it's like some things that like you're like, okay, the last few calls that we've done today have taken us just a couple hours. Like I can manage. And then all of a sudden you're five hours and you're still on scene and you're like, what is going on? What's the longest you've spent on scene? Um Maybe three and a half hours. So it's not as cut and dry as like show up, someone's hat in distress, you get them on a gurney and you're gone. It's like, hey, we gotta, we really gotta like, you gotta perform a tracheotomy like on on site because like if we don't get this, we don't do this right now. They're gonna die on route. Honestly, it's not even as exciting as that. Sometimes it's just like where the person is, you can't get them out. Like uh, people's favorite place to pass out, I've learned, is between their bathtub and their toilet. Just right, right in that little nook and cranny there. I couldn't fit in that. Yeah, well, pe people that do just love to think. So that's oh. typically fun. And then, of course... Um, usually with that comes along with like a really small bathroom so it's like you could technically lift them and just move them if you yeah. get enough people into the bathroom to be able to do that so something i just witnessed for the first time like a month ago and i bet you're probably seeing it a lot right now especially in the northern communities i just witnessed someone get narcan for the first time uh, yes how often do you do stuff like that um right now i don't work really out of grand prairie as much i'm more working like the surrounding areas 
Um, just because like with my license and with the calls that come up in Grand Prairie, it's just, it's harder on my partners. Um, but they do it a lot in Grand Prairie. That's sad. I hear it a lot. Yeah. Um, we now, we have like a safe injection site bus now. So people will go um, inside the bus a lot to do it, which is nicer. It has been a lot safer for people. And then like yeah. a lot of times it's medics that are working on the bus. So, you know, you're safe. Um, so I feel like that's possibly cut down on it a little bit more, but I still hear it's a pretty, pretty uh, almost daily occurrence in Grand Prairie. It's sad. It's sad, right? I live downtown Edmonton pretty much. Like, I'm on the north side of Edmonton. And, like, it is, it's sad. When I saw that happen, I was, I was freaked out, man. I was like, I, she's just, like, lying there, buddy stabs her, and, like, she's like, <gasps> right? And, and I'm like, no way. Like, and I had, like, my eyes, like, glossed over, right? Like, I was sad. I was genuinely sad for that person, right? And it's happening a lot. And I see it, and I hear it, and I, I, I drive by the tent cities all the time, and you can tell who's who's strung out when you look at them, right? And I'm just like, we talked about it a couple weeks ago on the podcast, right, where it was kind of like, I I don't... I don't like it, but I understand it, right? Where we're at right now is just, I, I understand, but I don't I don't necessarily like it. And like I feel I feel so bad for a lot of these people, right? It's it's sad. Oh yeah, it's really unfortunate to see. And like when they started giving the Narcan kits like out to just anybody, I really didn't think it was gonna like stick. So I was like, oh like once these are passed out and like people start using them, like they're probably not going to want to do it anymore. And like, it has really gone absolutely the opposite way that I thought that it was going to go. Like, people almost feel safer to do it now, I find, with those kids out there. Dad, you, find, you, find that, you find that? Like, like hey, we, hey, I got to, hey, I can do this, right? Because if something goes wrong, I got a kid. Oh, yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah, sometimes Damn. sometimes they use the buddy system for different reasons now. Yeah. So stay the other way. What's this like the more like funnier calls you've had where you show up and like you can't help but laugh, right? Like like oh my god, like that's funny. Like Honestly, know? pretty much like any old person that we take anywhere, like, oh, they make me laugh so hard. Because, like, they, half of them are in nursing homes, so it's, like, they're not on the internet. They're not seeing everything about society anymore. So it's, like, they will just say anything. It is hilarious. Like, it is Shout awesome. out to the old people. <laughs> Shout out to the old people. Oh, my God. I love them. They're so Hell friendly. Yeah. Like, I've made so many friends. And they're, like, We'll bake you a pie next time. I'm like, oh, we'll make sure to call next time. Like, man. <laughs> like, like next time. It's like, yeah. you plan on doing this again? <laughs> I've said that to a couple of them. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Next time, just call for coffee. We're not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shit. Or usually, like, if it's a fall, like, I'll always make a joke. I'm like, mm, yeah, were you partying too hard up here? And they're like, yeah, you know me. Yeah, just got the right. on in the background, you know, the NWA cranked up, you know, just like, and, and, yeah, they, they're, they're having a party. Oh, exactly, right? They're just pushing their walker along. They're like, oh, yeah, party animal. Cruising down the street in my six foot. Exactly. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Oh, honestly, I think my favorite, though, is probably the men, like the old men that we get in the back. And then I'm like, all right, you guys ready to go? And then all of a sudden they realize that I'm going to be the one driving. And they're like, a girl's driving? I'm like, that's right. Hold on tight. You got all those seatbelts on, eh? Yeah, well, utilize that holy shit bar, you know? The only reason a girl driver is a blonde girl driver. Right? I'm like, why do you think we put five seatbelts on you? That's right. <laughs> That's that's funny. Oh shit. Um yeah, no, I love that. Um, so you're you said you're twenty-five, right? Yeah. As as a young because you've been you've been in fuck, you were a medic. So you were basically like twenty two when you started as an oil field medic. Yeah, technically. So as, as a young as a young female in like the blue collar industry. Uh, and then I don't know, is it still te technically blue collar when you're on an ambulance? I don't think so. I think it's technically looked at as a trade, but I'm sure people will argue that. So, fuck it. If it's a trade, then it's blue collar, you know? Like, fair, fair enough. So, so as a young lady, you know, uh, blue collar and, and working in that industry, uh, what kind of advice would you give to like the other young women that are looking to get into it that don't know where to start or, or, you know, might be, you know, too hesitant to, to hit that, hit that button. Um, well, you'll probably like talk more towards like the hesitant, um, side of it. Because like, if you're just looking for information on the job, honestly, if you, if you go on indeed and start looking up like OFA EMR jobs, just click on a company, you'll pretty much get the list of what you need for like safety tickets. So that's for like information. Um, as for like the girls who are scared to go into it just because they're not sure what they're gonna deal with. Um, honestly, go in thinking that you are that bitch. Like, hell yeah. Right, like I know it sounds like such an asshole move, and like you so full of yourself. But honestly, if I, I feel like if especially as a woman, you don't go into that kind of industry thinking like you're not gonna walk all over me because I'm a woman. I know what the fuck I'm doing here. I was hired here for a fucking reason. Like if you go into it more with like that attitude and actually like show the fact that you're not going to back down just because you're a female and they're a male. I find you have no problems. Like my uh, favorite yeah. is they'd always like try to make a joke. Like my phone number was on the ERPs that went around. Like anybody technically had my phone number on any job site that I worked on. And like a few of them figured that out. And so it started going around that, like, they got the medic's number. 
And so I was like, oh, I hope you want to play that game. We want to tell everybody that we got the medic's number. Okay, let's do it. And like, I was very, I'm just like, would tell everybody. And I was like, okay, well, I'm very happy that we've all passed second grade and we know how to read numbers off a piece of paper. Congratulations. Everybody has the medic's number if they can do that. So let's pretend, like, let's stop pretending like we're special just because we were able to copy down the phone number. <laughs> I can read and write. Right? And it's like the person who was like doing it, you can just see they're like, oh, fuck. And, like all the other guys, because now they know, obviously, Buddy didn't get my phone number the way he told them he did. They're like, I find that really uh, earns the respect too. Did you run into more guys that were pigs than, or did you run into more guys that were like respectful and just trying to do their job and go home and, Honestly, and, and feed their families and stuff? Way more respectful guys. Way Hell yeah. Like, and there was even like guys who like, they met me and they're just like, you remind me exactly of my daughter. And like, they were just like a father figure at that point where it's like, they were like, is somebody fucking doing something to you? Like, you tell me, like, I'll deal with it. And like, sir, I have dealt with it. He's crying in the corner. <laughs> You're not going to do worse than me. Don't worry. So of, of all the medics that you've seen come on TikTok uh, after you, right? Because I think like, you were like one of the first ones. Like, uh, yeah. all the ones you've seen come after you like you have any favorites do you have any ones that any ones that you're like no i like that that's funny she's good shit or he's good shit um it's hard to say because like i'm in like a big group chat with pretty much like every medic at this point that's on tiktok that i know about so like i've gotten to know a lot of them so i don't think i can really pick a favorite at the time shout them all out like who 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 do we who do we like here uh, let's see if we know them. Well, well we got we got hannah hannah the micromedic yeah yeah or is chris chrissy's the micromedic i think right chrissy the micromedic hannah i like yeah. Hannah. she's writing a book right yeah yeah hannah's writing yeah. a book yeah yeah and then um uh, addison i think she's got it just here, she I know Addison. She doesn't follow me back. There's Jazzy. I worked with her at my company for a while. Um, and one of our other medics is on there, but I don't think she makes like medic content. Um, I think they're oh, Brittany. Brittany. There's so many of us at this point. Obviously, I can't I, obviously, obviously, I have a soft spot for Emma, right? Uh, Emma's a good friend, and she was on the podcast way back in oh, the beginning. Yes. Um, yes. Um, Molly Godzall, you know, she yes. works road construction uh, in the summer, just like me, right? And she goes back to the patch and yeah, does the whole I actually medicine. knew her before any of, like, the oil patch stuff, too. I like her, her, like, I don't know if she's, like, you know, 
a badass bitch or not like you know what i mean like outside of that but like she gives off those vibes she gives off like don't fuck with me vibes you know she, she definitely is outside <laughs> yeah hell um, yeah like she gives off those vibes like i i picked that up and i'm like fuck yeah right like oh yeah she's definitely um let's see if i can find uh wendy christina ashton casey maya Caitlin, Nicole, Cass, Sky, Angel, Ariel, Gabby, Verona. These are all people from TikTok. Lena. <laughs> yeah. Like you're in this giant like like medics of TikTok group chat. Yeah, we call ourselves Medic Madness. <laughs> medic Madness. Yeah. This is, oh man, I can only imagine what goes on in this group chat. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, like, be a fly on the wall in that. In oh, that that's right, that's now. right. Um, we had Cheyenne for a while. Yeah. You guys should make merch, like Medic Madness merch. Not just like makes make like a shirt that says not just the band aid or something like that, you know, like you know, like you gotta I do something. Could, sure, yeah, I could do that. I used to make um stickers for like my rig crew and stuff. Yeah, yep. Yeah. My stickers, I gotta order more. Those stickers go fast. Oh yeah, yeah. How is your merch doing? Merch is doing great, you know. I haven't really pushed it too much this year, like, you know, but, like, you know, I still get orders for it, but, like, pretty much when I'm just wearing it, you know, but I'm I'm more, like, you know, pushing dirty hands, clean money now, you know, the, even the flannel is, is dirty hands, clean money, right? But um, I, I'm more just rocking the dirty hands, clean money stuff for the, uh, or the, um, I rock my dirty hands, clean money, oil patch brotherhood, um we're, we're working on the mad hatter by the time this episode comes out you, have you ever seen the mad hatters hats and shirts yeah. the mad hatter he the package should have already been here it got it somehow got sent to a house like four or five blocks away mm -hmm. i went to the house it's up for sale nobody lives there the package wasn't there so um yeah by the time this gets out that that should be here um working on that you know we got the heat waves obviously so i'm working on on that stuff i well, mostly just other people's stuff but like you know um people know it exists if you want it go get it right and the stickers go quick the stickers are are a hot item i give most of them away everyone loves stickers out there hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah i give most of them away they just go i I I wanna. They're a dollar a piece on the website, and when people are like, "Hey, you got any more stickers?" and like, "Man, I'd have no more left," but they are a dollar on my website. They go and buy them, and then you know, and then when I get a handful back, or like a, I get them by like in the thousands, I just start giving them away again, right? Like, <laughs> I'm not in it to make money or get rich off of it, but oh, exactly right. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I you know, um, someone I saw someone. Like when I first got on TikTok and I I saw a creator selling merch, I bought a shirt and a hat. It cost oh, me one hundred and thirty dollars for shipping. Damn, for a for a, for a sweater and a hat, and I'm like, damn man, I don't want to pay that much. Why why would I charge people that much, right? So you know, I charged way less, and 
and if I can get it to you, I'm going to get it to you to save on shipping, right? If you're within, when I was living in Calgary, if you were within Calgary limits, I'd drive it to you or Edmonton now, I'd drive it to you or Fox Creek or somewhere along the way in Fox Creek, you know, I'll stop and bring it to you. That's fair. Yeah. I'm already in that area anyways. Why not? Yeah. And like, especially with like keeping the cost down, it probably really helps with people actually being able to get the merch. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I like seeing people rock my shit. So why not? Well, yeah, that's gotta be sweet. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time here. I know it's, you know, again, late. you're, you're just home is, are you home after a 72 or 48 or 24 or what? No, I've just been doing the 12s for the last couple of days. And then today's my long switch. So I'm on nights tomorrow. So okay okay so okay so are you trying to you're trying to stay awake all night then you're just like you know what i need to um, for a little bit i mean i was up at 3 a.m this morning to drive to work so I'm feeling i'm probably gonna take a little bit of a nap tonight and then all right all right nice yeah, yeah well hey um i guess we'll just jump into you know i i i, I like to end the podcast with uh uh one last thing there and it's um so Mount Rushmore has four of the most influential people on it uh, in history. And if you had to have your own Mount Rushmore, four people you look up to or inspire to be uh, or, or that inspire you, uh, who would they be and why? Um, all right. Well, people aren't going to know who these are, but um, one of my foods, like food and fashion teachers when I was growing up in junior high, um, that man probably taught me everything I ever needed to know about confidence in life. Like he could walk into a room and within seconds he ran the room and everyone loved and respected him. So like I really learned a lot from him. So he would definitely be up there. Um, and then I would say my sports med teacher in high school who was a paramedic who I saw during my orientation um, becoming a paramedic. Um, yeah, she was definitely up there. I, I kind of reached out to her after and gave her a cute little message. And she was like, oh, that's so sweet. Um, and then probably like my mom and my grandma, like with, without those women, I, I would probably be nothing. Not, not just yeah, physically. suspicious, right? Yeah. But they have helped me out with so much in life and figuring out life and now being an adult. Like, I talk to my mom more than I probably ever did growing up in a house with her. Like, constantly talking to my mom, even about things that I definitely know as an adult. But I still ask her just to be sure. <laughs> So, so your mom and your grandma were two women who walked into the room and were like, we are that bitch. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Especially my grandma. Fuck yeah. Especially my grandma. My grandma is still that bitch. <laughs> Man, that's, that's sick. My, I love that about my, uh, my youngest daughter, you know, she's going to be four here in March. Every room she walks into, she's like, I, I am that bitch, you know, and I love that. I hope she never loses that's, that because she's gonna awesome need it. Her. She's gonna yeah. need it. Right? That's she's awesome. Full, right? oh, yeah. She's very demanding, right? She commands the respect when she walks in the room. 
that that's good for her. I didn't start figuring that out until I was like mm, 19, 20. Yeah. Started working at a motorcycle shop and I was like, all right, we got to figure this out pretty quickly, clearly. And she's, she's hard to parent sometimes because she's only, she's not even four. She's been this way for like almost two years now. So she was like <laughs> just under two when she was like, when she started getting sassy, eh? She's more, she's intelligent beyond her years and it's hard on everybody, even her, right? Like, she she's gonna be very bored when she gets a little older and and people aren't like keeping her entertained like we're having that problem now right and um she she's very very intelligent beyond her years and and like i said you know hard to parent you know because there are times where it's like i want to I want to give her shit for something but then i got her she's only three and she i think she plays into it she's like but God, I'm, I'm a baby, right? And it's like, oh, no, no. You oh, yeah. have it right there. You right? know. She plays into it. She does. She does. She really plays into it. And, uh, you know, she gets mad at me when I call her a baby. I'm like, oh, look at the little baby today, right? She's like, I'm not a baby. I'm big girl, right? Yeah. And, you know, you start trying to teach, teach her or train her like a big girl. She's like, but I'm just a baby. <laughs> She's no like, kidding. no, no responsibility. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love it. I love it. And she, she goes for the throat. If you come at her or her people, she mm. loves her people. And if you come at any of them, she is coming for blood. Okay. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's like me. My mom used to, I was like, anytime things would start going down the family or something, my mom would just like, give me that look like, don't open your mouth <laughs> and now she's just like let her fly I'm like <laughs> but I've also like learned now what I can kind of get away with saying versus what I really should actually just keep to myself so in the words of Dougie Snakes it's in the cat it's in the kitten right like yeah exactly your your, your parent your your mom and your grandma two fierce women Oh yeah. It's in the cat, it's in the kitten. Exactly. Right? Hell yeah. Really put both went on it for the kid. Really like, <laughs> this one. She's gonna be it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh Corey, I'm so glad we finally got to make this work. You know, and yes. we gotta get you back on another time. Uh you yeah, know, it, like hopefully it's not like in another forty nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but like hopefully Hopefully, man, some of that was my my fault. You know, like there, yeah. like that one time you messaged me, you're like, hey, are we ever going to record this? And I'm like, shit, I just got finished recording one. You're like, we were supposed to record tonight. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, right? And, and like, it, for me, it's like, you know, um, I have a hard time scheduling things far out. Right. That's and because, you know, the work schedule, but also the ADHD. Right. So mo most of the time it's like, hey, you free tonight? Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, let's go. When are you free? Like an hour from now? I'm in. Right. Most of them have been like 99% of them have been like that. Hardly any I can like keep on a like a week out from now. Right. And and that was I felt so bad. 
like oh like i i called <laughs> Casey, like i think i just made courtney courtney vale mad and she's like what did you do and i told her and she's like you need to start writing these in your <laughs> so what i did the very next person i i recorded with it was only like three hours out but i'm like calendar so i set a reminder <laughs> in my calendar and i'm like i'm pretty sure i remember this but whatever and and then yeah i'm i'm sorry i'm uh, so sorry don't worry about it honestly it was like kind of sucked during the, the day but like the more i thought about it i was like honestly this was probably for the best like i had to go down to school that day and it was like a shit show anyway of a day so don't worry at all you probably you, you, you were like, oh, I think this is a sign that maybe we shouldn't do it. I'm like, no, if anything, it's a sign that it's going to be even better when it happens, you know? Right. Well, I was, like, worried. I was like, fuck, I might have filled, like, my plate too much. Like, now adding on school with all my jobs. And it's like, I don't know if, like, we are going to have a free time at this point now. Like, might have to wait until school's done. But we got her. The podcast her. ain't going nowhere, right? So if someone's like, I can't make it work right now. We'll, we'll fucking go until we make it work, you know? Like, it's not like, oh, we we only have a certain amount of time to get this done, right? And, hey, no, I had days. This month. You know who the upcycler is? I think so. So I wanted Dave originally to be my first guest, right? Dave and I are like, he's the very first person I ever met off TikTok in person. And that was, I had 4,000 followers, him and Donnie Boy, you know who Donnie Boy is. Yeah. Him and Donnie Boy, um, they, they, they reached out to me like, we need to hang out. We need to get together. We need to create content, spend a weekend together. So we did. And Dave and Donnie were the first people I ever met. And they're the first two people I wanted on the podcast. It was like, it symbolizes something for me. They were there at the beginning of On the Throne with Dick. You know, On the Throne started as, as me interviewing people on The Shitter. Yeah, and, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, they were the first two people I had on, right? So, like, it symbolized for me with this podcast that those are the two people I want on first. So, I think number one was Double D. And Dave didn't, I didn't nail down Dave until, like, he was really busy. And Dave didn't come on until, like, episode 20-something. Right? Oh, I finally got him. And Donnie, he hasn't been on yet at all. He, him, and I have been talking. We've been texting a lot. But uh, you know, Donnie, Donnie is another busy guy. He's also had a hard couple of years. You know, a lot of yeah. shits happened, so he hasn't really been on TikTok a lot either. He, he's like, he came on the other day. The guy posted a video for the first time in like a year. The other day, two hundred thousand views. Just like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna drop a video. Still got it. <laughs> and. <laughs> I fucking love Donnie and I want him on. He's probably not going to be on for at this rate next year. Right. And and those are the first two people I want. Point is podcast ain't going nowhere. It happens when it happens. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'm glad I finally got to be on. So excited. <laughs> hey, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I can't wait. You know, an episode just dropped today. I drop them every Tuesday. So uh, my favorite lesbian on the TikTok, on the socials, came on 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 this episode, and it was it's phenomenal. I like it, and so I, I can't wait. I'm gonna listen to it back here after we get off, and you know, go hang out with Casey and force her to listen to it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna like that. 
Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm so excited hi. I finally got you on. What's that? Well, tell her hi for me. Oh, She'll definitely. It, Casey but... loves you, actually. <laughs> Casey Casey loves your content. She's like, yeah. Courtney Vale, that's that's someone that's good to have in your corner, you know. Cor Courtney Vale's a nice gal. Like, yeah, we've never yeah. met her, but yeah, you know, she seems nice. And, and that's the point of the podcast, too, right? Exactly. We just don't tell you about them. <laughs> well, that's the point of the podcast, too, right? You can't tell a lot about who someone is in a 30-second long video. So oh, yeah. you spend an hour, hour and a half, up to three hours one time. But with people, you really get to know them. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, like, I don't think I've ever, like, made a video really about anything about myself on my page. So <laughs> this will be the whole world getting to know me a little bit, too. Well, I know that you... Uh... You you put a truck in the ditch one time pretty good. You flipped the damn thing. It was a bit of a dirt nap. Everybody in the car was fine. How many people were in that car? Just me. Oh. <laughs> it was just me and my coffee. Everyone, every hey, don't worry, everyone here is fine. How many people okay. were hurt? Just me. All personalities <laughs> were still intact. We were good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. We all That's got good. out. We're all still here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh -oh. Wait, no, honestly, even my coffee, not a drop spilled. Not a drop. Really? Oh, yeah. No caffeine abuse. Look at that. Right? They open my door and I just like handed the coffee up and they're like, really? And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to need that today. <laughs> Did you get piss tested? No. Wow. No, because, I mean, with what had happened, I'd, I didn't, like, drive the truck into the ditch. Like, I'm not as bad of a driver as people seem to think I am after that video. I know. I know. No, um, it was raining for, like, so long. And the ground under me, there was a stream that went down right where my front tire was when I pulled off to the side for the logger. And that entire bottom just gave out. So that's why the front end went down into the ditch. And because we're top heavy, we just lay down. But there wasn't even a dent or anything on the truck. What? So, yep. That's right. So they didn't even have to ask me about the speed because it was pretty obvious that I was not going like a speed, really. <laughs> I like that. It's funny. Yeah, it was good. Like it was the environment that did it to me. It was not my terrible driving skill. <laughs> I wish I could say the environment has put me in the ditch a few times. You know, well, right. the environment I was in may have been a factor, but it was definitely <laughs> me. <laughs> right, I'm like, I was tested on all of them. <laughs> right, I'm like, yeah. After like they moved the truck, and you could like clearly see that the ground gave out. I was like. Thank God. Like, thank God that wasn't actually me who fucking did that. But, oh my God. Yeah. yeah, and then a few days after that, I ended up breaking my toe. And then I dropped a box on myself. So I got, I had two bruises on either side. I had a black eye and then I had a broken toe. And then I turned 23. It was a rough birthday. <laughs> You weren't even drinking yet. No. 
No, it wasn't. Shit, good for you. When but is I got, your birthday? Uh, July 31st. Happy belated birthday to you then. Thank you. But yeah, that birthday I got I got real fucking trashed. <laughs> Time out, July 31st. Wait, wait, is that Harry Potter's birthday too? Is it? Or is his August? I feel like his is August. You got your phone on you, don't you? Do a Google searchy. Do a Google. I think it's August 30th is his birthday, so I'm going to jump the gun on that because mm-hmm. I think it's August 30th is his birthday, and then September 1st, they take the, uh, the Hogwarts Express uh, platform at nine and three quarters. July 31st. It was July 31st. It is, yeah. Oh, shit. I was so right. Man. I was so right. I finally uh, have a birthday buddy. Nice. Yes, Harry Potter. All right. Pretty decent birthday buddy to have, honestly. Fucking right. Like Good for you. Wow. Oh, so proud of myself. I picked a good birthday. See, now, now we're learning things on this podcast. Right? I'm so going to tell my mom that. I was supposed to be born on the 17th. So every year she brings it up how late I was. So now I have a legitimate reason for it. Now you gotta go watch Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone every year mm-hmm. on your birthday. Right? Mom, if you're watching this, we did this for Harry Potter. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Vale. I don't know what's her last name, Vale. Hi, yeah. Mrs. Vale. Shout out <laughs> to you for holding her in just to uh, share a birthday with Harry Potter. Right? Good job, Mom. It's all on you, Good right? job, Mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You had one job and you did it. Good job. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Cody, this is this has been this has been amazing. This has been a lot of fun. For, for yes. me, I don't know for you. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I had tons of fun doing this. That's awesome. We're gonna do it again. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get some of the medics from Medic Madness in here. Maybe we'll have a Medic Madness episode. Run that by the group chat. Fuck yeah, I will absolutely. Fuck yeah, run it by the group chat. Be like, who wants to come on a podcast with dick frost right i'll just camp at the acreage could be like a girl's camp okay this is when we're doing in person i will the podcast will be done in person up there i will bring frosty studios which is mobile anyways and and i will bring it to you perfect well we'll have all the equipment if you get hurt on the way hell yeah (laughs) so this is this is gonna be episode 49 um the next episode is is episode 50, which is a big deal, and I'm ex- super excited for it. And uh, I'm trying to get Mike Rowe on for it, the guy with the super sexy voice from Dirty Jobs. And uh, put it out there because it's got to be out there. But by the time this episode comes out, episode 50 will be recorded. So it'll be either Mike Rowe or, or it won't be. It'll either be a big deal or it won't be. Right, so hey, you know, we it'll gotta, always be a gotta, big deal since it's number fifty, but it'll be a big deal. I'm gonna treat it like a big deal. You know what? I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Episode we're fifty weeks in. That's we're two weeks shy of a year. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Yeah, it's been a good time. Plus, I got a bunch of bonus episodes recorded too. So, Ooh, man, yeah, you're cheating yeah. hard over there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, wait, what? Look at you working hard over there. 
oh, I thought you said, look at you being hard over there. I was just like, how did you know that? Right? Like, <laughs> you lost your mind. <laughs> Today is day one off work, and I'm recording a, I'm recording a podcast on the first night home. So, um, the kids had to go to bed first. I got to record a podcast, and then, and then, and, the, then, the, the, that, and then it's game on. It's, it's, how do we watch say? out? Okay, Casey. we're going to Pound Town. We're going to Pound Town. Watch out, Casey. <laughs> Play my cards right. Neither of us are going to be walking right to me. So, yeah. <laughs> Make sure she's got lots of wine and reach. What are you trying to say? She needs to be drunk to hang out with me or what? No, I'm just saying it's going to help for the next morning when you guys can't walk to the fridge. Duh. Someone's taking the kid to school in the morning, and I don't think it's going to be me. So, <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Corey, this is, this is amazing. Point, right? <laughs> What's that? Got to learn street smarts at some point. Yes. Yeah, it's like eight blocks away from school. Uh, I live off 118 in Edmonton, and I'm sure that they can navigate that themselves. Well, only the one, the, the, the six-year-old goes to school. The other one doesn't. I'm sure she can navigate that herself. She'll be fine. Honestly, I walk I'm uphill better, both I ways really and four feet to somebody to school. I feel like she's hard enough to do it. Yeah. I think she would be like a guard dog. We'll put her on a leash. Right. You just Change give her like that for some extra intimidation or something. Done. I wouldn't fuck with her. I wouldn't fuck with that. I'd no, probably not chasing honestly. <laughs> you just see that little pit bull and you're just like, hey bye. I'm I'm going yeah. over here. He's like, oh no, no, no. I know how it works. Nope. Small and fight. Yep. This Small kid this kid doesn't even wear Diapers. She hasn't worn diapers since she was like a year and a half. She's she's golden. Damn. Oh, she probably trained herself. She was like, look at all those people over there peeing in toilets. I'm doing that too. Yeah. I'm glad she didn't study me for that. I was in camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I just mean she's too smart. She, she's starting to figure things out on her own at that age. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks for coming on, Cody. It's been been a good time. Yes, it's been so much fun. I'm going to make things moist. There's there are rain jackets waiting upstairs. So, ah, oh, wow. Umbrellas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> thanks for coming on. You have a good night. And hey, Cody. Stay frosty. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.